0: power. And yet the people of God keep their power to themselves or only, here it is, or only spread it to the people that are within the four walls of the church. It is me again, Minister Curtis Griffin. I want to thank you all for joining me on this beautiful Sunday morning. Y'all, God has been dealing with me in this book of Proverbs. We're still continuing the series. I told you in the first one that it's going to be a long drawn out series. And I thank God that he has taken us this far and he will take us all the way. Amen. Amen. So. I'm going to read to you Proverbs chapter 3. We went through Proverbs chapter 2 talking about uh, the immoral woman and also how to treasure uh, the uh, words of of wisdom, the benefits of wisdom. And now we're coming into Proverbs chapter 3. trusting in the Lord. So I'm going to read it for you, as I told you in the first one, that, it, that this is from the New Living Translation of the Bible. And it reads on this wise, Proverbs chapter 3, My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart, for they will give you a long they will give you a long and satisfying life. Martha. I'm sorry, y'all. Never let loyalty and kindness get away from you. Wear them like a necklace. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will gain a good reputation. Now let me stop here for a moment. Now, before I got on here, I prayed to God. I said a quick prayer and I told God, I was like, God, speak through your word and allow it to be sharper than any two-edged sword. Speak, uh, uh, piercing through the souls and the spirits of your people. And when I hear, when I uh, read this, verse four, then you will find favor with both God and people and you will gain a good reputation. I just want to know if you really are wondering about your reputation, you just need to go to God. You need to trust in God because of the repu- because you're so worried about your reputation with people that you forget that your reputation should start off with God. And you will gain a good reputation. Verse five. This is a portion that every Christian must know. Or if you don't know, this is your first time hearing it. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will direct your paths. Verse 7, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn your back on evil. Then you will gain a renewed health and vitality. Verse 9, honor the Lord with your wealth and, you, and with the best parts of everything <clears throat> your land produces. Then you will fill, then he will fill your barns with grain. He Uh, and your vats with overflow with the finest wine. Verse 11 my child don't ignore it when the Lord disciplines you and don't be discouraged when he corrects you for the Lord corrects those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he in whom he delights. Verse 13 Happy is the person who finds wisdom and gains understanding for the profit, P.R., O-F-I-T, profit of wisdom is better than silver and her wages are better than gold. Verse 15, wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you life and, and her right hand and riches and honor in her left Verse 17, she will guide you down delightful paths. All her ways are satisfying. Verse 18, wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who, uh, who hold her tightly. By wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. By by understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep fountains of the earth uh, burst forth. <clears throat> and the clouds poured down rain. Verse 21, my child, don't lose sight of good planning and insight. Hang on to them for they will, for, for they fill you, I'm sorry, for they fill you with life and bring you honor and respect. They keep you safe on your way and keep your feet from stumbling verse 24 you can lie down without fear and enjoy pleasant dreams you need not to be afraid of disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked for the lord is your security Uh, Let me say that again, CJV version, Uh, for the Lord is your protection, for the Lord is your security guard, for the Lord is your shield, for the Lord is your battle axe. Amen, somebody. You need not to be afraid of disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked, for the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Here's verse 27. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when, it, when it's in your power to help them. Verse 28, if you can help your neighbor now, don't say, come back tomorrow and then I'll help you. Do not plot against your neighbors, for they trust you. Don't make accusations against someone who hasn't wronged you. Don't envy violent people. Don't copy their ways. Such wicked people are an abomination to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. The curse, here's verse 33, the curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but his blessing is on the home of the upright. The Lord, this is verse 34, the Lord mocks at mockers, but he shows favor to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. Now let's get into this. Let's go back to the beginning. Uh, My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Now let's go to uh, chapter two. My child, listen and treasure my instructions. My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Do you see how now the Proverbs are starting to link together? See, See, the Proverbs are now saying, my child, listen to me. And then it says, my child, never forget the things I have taught you if you if you forget some of the things that wisdom has taught you you have immediately just denied the word right there you have you have missed the word right there store my commands in your heart for they will give you a long and satisfying life never let loyalty and kindness get away from you wear them like a necklace write them down within deep within your heart and you will find favor both with god and people and you will gain a good reputation trust in the Lord without your heart and do not depend on your own understandings Seek his will in all you do, and he will direct your paths. Now look, look at these two verses here. Look at these two verses, five and six. If you are trusting in the Lord, you can't just trust in him with a piece of you and expect for him to open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. You have to be able to trust in him with all your heart, mind, soul, and spirit and don't depend on your own understanding. The King James Version says, don't lean to your own understanding. You have to be able to seek his will. There are people in the Bible, you got to look at them. There are people in the Bible like Joseph and David and prophet Elijah and Moses that had to seek God's will for them to effectively do what God has called for them to do. See The Bible says in verse 7, don't be impressed with your own wisdom because your wisdom, like I said about your righteousness, your wisdom, your wisdom, your understanding is as filthy as your righteousness is. The Bible says your righteousness is as filthy rags. So why would you be impressed with a filthy rag? Instead, fear the Lord and turn, back, turn your back on evil. See, your understanding, here it is, your understanding is carnal, so your understanding will turn towards evil, but you going to wisdom will turn your back on evil. Verse 8, then you will gain a renewed health and vitality. Honor the Lord with your wealth. Pay your tithes and offering and with, your, and with the best part of everything your land produces see see we we ain't we ain't these people back in the day see back in the days of proverbs time you know you would have to pay you you know your taxes and 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 things like that you you would have to pay your your taxes and things of that nature just like now you have to pay your taxes but your taxes would be a little bit much more uh what's the word um more food wise than money wise amen see because most of the money that was made back in the day was made by selling of cash crops and wheat and things of that nature so it says here to uh uh honor the lord with your wealth with your gold and your silver and then with every part with every part of your land whatever your land produces so if your land produces some corn you better give maybe four percent or ten percent of that corn to your to God. Then God will fill your barns with grain your vats will overflow with the finest of wine. You don't want that old wine that old wine ain't nobody got time for the old wine we need the new wine amen. my child don't ignore it when the Lord disciplines you. Let me say it again. My child, don't ignore it when the Lord disciplines you. When you feel convicted by the Holy Spirit, that is the Lord telling you, hey, go there and you're going to get a whooping now when when you start disobeying the Holy Spirit now here comes the the whooping portion or the spanking portion or the discipline portion of God see God is still our father and just as a this is what the Bible says and don't be discouraged when he corrects you for the Lord corrects those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights see you can't you can't get mad with God because He's correcting you you have to you have to get mad at yourself because of what you did. You didn't listen to God yet you still want to do the things that God you still want to do uh things with God, but you can't even listen to Him and do the simple things you know like the simple stuff you know the simple stuff like uh give ten percent of your earnings to to God and he will give it back to you. Come on now somebody. You you have to understand that it, that you are not your own person. You are your own person, but you're not on you're, you're not your own person. You are, but you're not. Now what do you mean by that, minister? I mean you are still God's child. You may be uh separated from him at the moment but you are still his child and he can still speak to you via the holy spirit so don't ignore Don't ignore God when he is trying to correct you and turn your back on evil. When you are clearly turning your face towards evil. Come on, somebody. And then don't be discouraged when he corrects you. Because when he corrects you, he's correcting you with righteous correction and and not hateful correction. For the Lord corrects those he loves. He loves you. And that's the reason why he's correcting you. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Happy is the person who finds wisdom and gains understanding. Do you see now, uh, just in these first three chapters of Proverbs, what what Solomon is talking about here? He's saying, get wisdom and understand, not just wisdom, because you can say, I got wisdom, but you don't understand a thing. I'm gonna say it again. You may say, I have wisdom, but you're not understanding anything. Amen, somebody. So happy is the person who finds wisdom and who gains understanding. Those are the two main things. Come on, somebody. Verse 14 for the for the prophet of wisdom is better than silver and her wages are better than gold see any amount of wisdom is better than any type of money in your pocket any type of discernment is better than any dollar bill in your pocket come on somebody you may feel like uh, wisdom doesn't pay the bills but wisdom you can pass down that spirit of wisdom to each generation and each generation can grow deeper and deeper in God. No, 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 no. See, I saw that. See, each thing that you do in God can come down through the lines as long as you allow it to. But you're holding all the wisdom to yourself, all the understanding to yourself. So now you're not allowing it to go down through the generations. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you life in her right hand and then riches and honor in her left hand. See, if you start following wisdom, if you start following the wise teachings of wisdom, you got you got life in the right hand and you got money and honor and fame in the other in the left now i know i know everybody on this podcast really wanted to have some type of um uh, uh they had a dream uh, a dream that they was going to own their own business or they were going to do something great in life and you know you can still do that with wisdom you can and riches and honor in her left hand she offers you life in her right and riches and honor in her left see you uh, Jesus thank you you cannot be rich and have honor if you are dead and I'm going to let it sit for a minute you cannot have riches and honor and fame if you are if you are spiritually dead verse 17 she will guide you down delightful paths all her ways are satisfying wisdom is a tree of life those who embrace her to, uh, to those who embrace her happy are those who hold her tightly now listen you find wisdom and you you grab hold to wisdom and you hold wisdom and you keep wisdom you hold wisdom You hold wisdom so tight that she starts suffocating in your arms. Come on, somebody. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. Verse 19, by wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. God created the heavens and the earth. But by wisdom, he founded the earth. God created the heavens and the earth by understanding, he established the heavens. See, we say by that spoken word, he, he, uh, earth was created. And by that spoken word, heaven was created. But I'm here to tell you that his, his wisdom, the Lord's wisdom by that spoken word of wisdom from his mouth founded the earth. And then from there, understanding established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep fountains of the earth burst forth. His knowledge allowed the seas and the oceans and the, and the rivers and the streams to start popping up by the word, by the word of knowledge. And the clouds poured down rain by the word of knowledge. Now, here's where I really want to, here's where I really want to pour. Here's where I really want to pour. So we're going to be here for a good minute. But I want to really pour into these, into these uh, last few verses, verse 21 through 35. I'm going to go deep into this portion right here. And it says here, my child, don't lose sight of good planning and insight. Hang on to them for they will fill you with life and bring you honor and respect. They keep you safe on your way and keep your feet from stumbling. You can lie down without fear and enjoy pleasant dreams. You need not to be afraid of disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked for the Lord is your security. You will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Now let's hold up here. Let's hold up here. Wisdom will keep you safe and will keep your feet from stumbling. Now, what were we just talking about last week? That the benefits of wisdom is safety and protection. So we are, th- we are still tr- in, 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 uh, Proverbs chapter three, trusting in God. You have to understand that if you are trusting in God, you have to, you have to understand that you can't lose sight of good planning, but you also have to understand that if you grab wisdom, you will be safe and your feet won't be able to stumble. You can lie down without fear. Now, I just need—I just need you to think about this. I just need to think. I just need you to think about this. How many times have you went to bed in fear? that something was either gonna happen to your children, happen to you, or happen to your house, or happen to your family. How many times have you went to bed and said, Lord, if anything happens, let it happen to me first? How many times have you went to sleep and things was all good But then you woke up and something was just out of order in your spirit. You can lie down without fear with wisdom. Hear it now. You can lie down without fear in wisdom because wisdom, the Lord, will protect you. Now, even then, you don't even have to worry about uh, the the destruction that comes upon the wicked because the wicked, the wicked does not have to be any way associated with you. Why? Because the Bible says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. So if you are one of God's children, you are anointed. So if any wicked person comes to you with their evil altar and tries to come upon you with their lies and deceit, and God has just said to you that you, uh, you are protected because of the wisdom of God, hear this, they will automatically be destroyed because they have come against God's child. You need not to be afraid of disaster or destruction that comes upon the wicked for the Lord is your security see, the wicked will try to to put your picture on their altar and they will try to send demons your way. But I'm here to declare to you that the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. He will keep you from going upside down, turning inside out and right side in. He will keep you, keep your mind sane, keep your spirit sane, keep your soul sane. He will keep you right. But as long as you have wisdom, do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to help them. You have the power that is within you from God. You have that power to to help somebody, get them closer to God. You have to make accusations against someone who has it wronged you. Your Your neighbor ain't done none to you. Your neighbor ain't done nothing, nothing, not a zip to you, nothing. So why in the world are you going to, why in the world are you going to uh, do anything against your neighbor when you just got out of, uh, when you just got out of being in a situation with wicked people who have set up evil altars in your life against you? Why would you try to set up an altar against your neighbor? And your neighbor ain't even done nothing to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm catching you. I caught you in that. I'll break down the altar in Jesus' name. Now look at this. Don't plot against your neighbors for they trust you. Don't make accusations against someone who hasn't wronged you. They ain't done nothing to you. Verse 31. Do not envy violent people. Don't copy their ways. You want to be violent? Go ahead and be violent. But don't come around me with all that mess. Don't come around me being all violent, pushing and shoving, doing all that other stuff. You want to know why? You want to know why? You want to know why I don't need it? Because because here it is. Catch it. Catch it. Catch it. Please catch it. Because I don't have time to deal with people who love to be violent. Don't have time for it. Don't have time for it. I wish I did, but I don't. Do not envy violent people. Don't copy their ways. I don't have time. I don't have time to copy them. Cause I got too much schoolwork. I got to do. I have too much schoolwork. I have to do. I have too much stuff I have to do at home and I don't have time. I have, I have God, I have God. I got to go to every day. I have to come. I have to read my word. I have to prepare Sermons. I have to do, I have to do, I have to do, I have to do. And I don't have time to come and deal with your foolishness. Violent people. I don't have time to do it. I don't have time. Anybody got time for that? I don't have time. I wish I had time to deal with you, but I don't have time. And As a matter of fact, I still don't have time to deal with you. Moving on to verse 32. Such wicked people are an abomination to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. Wicked people don't have the hand of friendship to God. Wicked people, these people love evil. These people love evil. They love uh, cussing every day, drinking every day, uh, uh, committing adultery, having lust within their heart. Like, they love it. They love it. They call that living life. That's what they call it. Living life. But I call it living sin. You living in sin, people. If you want to be like these violent, wicked people, you are an abomination to God. But if you are godly and you decide to work under underneath the auspices of God and you learn and you're trying to be better and be a better godly person, God's friendship, the Lord's friendship, he offers to you. But the curse of the Lord is upon the house of the wicked. So if you want to be wicked, prepare to be cursed. Prepare to be cursed. I'm telling you right now, prepare to be cursed. You want to be wicked, be wicked, but don't come around me because you are a cursed vessel. I don't have time for you. I don't have time for your for your uh, curses to come up in, in my house. I don't have time for that. You can stay on the other side of the door. As a, matter of fact, stay on, as a matter of fact, stay on the other side of the street because I don't have time for you to come up to me with your cursedness. The curse of the Lord is upon the house of the wicked, but the blessings of the Lord is upon the home of the upright. You upright, oh, come on in. You wicked, stay out. Be gone. If you are wicked, you are blessed and highly favored. If you are working in the upright, if you are in the upright state, you are. You are blessed. See, see, it's a, it's hard to be upright. It's hard to be upright and still be a Christian in this world that is d- d- decaying fast. It's hard. Here's verse 34. The Lord mocks at mockers. Er, what, 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 what? Wait a minute. Let's go back to, hold on. I just need a, I just, I just had a, whew, a quickness right there. Hold on. Wisdom shouts in the streets. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because this was in, this was in chapter one where, where it says, where, it, where it says that, um, uh, wisdom will mock at those who mocked her because, because the people that mocked her went down the wrong path. Come on somebody. So the Lord will mock at the mockers. So this is now how you know that the Lord is wisdom. The Lord will mock at the mockers, but he shows favor to the humble. That's the reason why I try to be as humble as possible. When people people give me compliments, I, I sometimes don't know how to respond, but I try to, if I want, if I wish to respond, then I'll respond as humble as I possibly can. I don't have time to be dealing with egotistic people Oh, yes, if you have a big ego, trust and believe the favor of God will not be upon you. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. You want a new, a new thing to happen in 2021? Well, I'm here to declare to you that a new thing will happen in 2021 when you become more wise and you will learn how to not mock God. Stop mocking your creator. You want a new thing to happen in 2021? Well, let me give you a 2021 prophecy. You better learn how to get some wisdom. Because, because here it literally tells you that the curse of the Lord will be upon the wicked, upon the house of the wicked. So if you are wicked, 2021 will be another bad year for you. I'm sorry, but I praise God that he allowed it to come out the way it came out you, you want, you want something, you want something new to happen in 2021, well, you better change your ways, change who you are, change the person that you say that you are, and change, look, let, this is, there's this lady on YouTube I watch, and she, um, uh, told, uh, she posted on her, on her channel something, but she had said in one of her videos that, um, When I pray to God, I pray that my persona, what I let other people see, is who I actually become. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, let their persona be, let what people see be who they are. I I don't have time see if you're an actually humble person but you just want to fit in with the crowd so you have now you're building up an ego i decree and declare that that breaks up off your up up off of your life and i decree and declare that you will become more humble and you will stand out from the crowd You are not called to be in the crowd. The Bible literally says, come out from among them and be ye separate. Do not touch the unclean thing and you will inhabit the kingdom of God and I will be your father and you'll be my sons and daughters, says the Lord God Almighty. You cannot be in the in crowd. You have called to be out shining bright like a diamond. I'm here to tell you, are you wicked? Or are you upright? Because the upright will inhabit, will inhabit the kingdom of God and the wicked. You have been warned. The wicked have been warned. Now examine yourself. God bless you. God keep you is my prayer.